Welcome back to another episode of Dope Discussions. This is your girl, Erica. We're doing an exclusive collaboration tonight with the Speak Up Sis podcast with Angel Charmaine. And we're going to be talking about that emotional roller coaster. Fellas, we want to understand why is it that you come in hot? Then you leave the woman cold. You take her on those ups and those downs, those ups and those downs of that emotional roller coaster of uncertainty. So to help us understand what goes on in the mind of a man who just can't seem to get it together, we brought in Mr. Journeyman Bell, who is the author of the book Catch 23, the 23 attributes of men to be aware of. And he's going to school us and help us understand what goes on in the mind of a man who just can't seem to, you know, decide, does he want the relationship? Does he not want the relationship? And it's going to be a good episode. I promise you, it's going to be fire. We recorded this live. So whatever you get is what you get. There's no editing. It's just real, raw, transparent talk. So y'all come on in, get ready. Dope Discussions Podcast. Dope Discussions. Gay to Erica, woke discussions. Mob ties, how they rock and think they both was cousins. Gifting you with their words so you might know you something. Just go and look for them live. They do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. It's gay to be the baby. State to state, baby, coast to coast Like the vibe, baby, spark to jokes And we gon' bring you that dope Come talk with Erica, man, talk with G And all you gotta do is talk with me And we gon' bring you that dope And we gon' bring you that dope And we gon' bring you that dope No, I'm not sure. <laughs> I have no clue. Do I want to go live? <laughs> Hello, viewers. Good evening. Good evening. Greetings. How are y'all doing this beautiful Sunday evening? Welcome back to another episode of Dope Discussions Live. And we are bringing y'all an exclusive. Today, we have a collaboration of Dope Discussions and Speak Up Sis Podcast. We're going to have to get us a soundboard with some sound effects. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the, the founder and creator of the Speak Up Sis Podcast is my beautiful lady over to my, what is my left or my right? I don't know y'all. That's Angel Charmaine <laughs> up at the top. <laughs> Hello. And we have a special, yes, we got a special guest for y'all this evening. We have Mr. Alvino Journeyman Bell in the house What's tonight. <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up? 
he he did such an awesome job on Angel's podcast. Was that a couple of weeks ago? He is the author of a book called Catch 23, the 23 attributes of men to be aware of. He did such a great job and I watched it and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this dude talking <laughs> the gospel. Yeah, so bless you. Bless you. We had to get part two with him. So he is back on here with us again today. We're going to be talking about some of the men in his book. We're also going to be diving into a topic of the hot and cold man, how the man come in hot, then he leave the woman cold, mm -hmm. then he want to turn up the heat again, mm -hmm. then he drop her back down into the zeros and put mm -hmm. on that emotional roller coaster. So we want to talk about that as well. And mm -hmm. I'm going to turn it over to my co-host Gator Live so he can holler at y'all and tell y'all how he feeling today. What's going on, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, Potters and Scallywags? This is me, it's Gator Beater, Aloysius Beater. Today, how y'all doing? How y'all feeling out there, podcast world? To be honest, I'm completely happy to be here. And as I was telling our, our co host earlier, every Sunday that you're here is a great Sunday. So, you know, give glory to God for that and excited about this show. I just want y'all to appreciate the way I look right now, because like an hour ago, I ain't looking like this. I'm I got one of them little Wonder Women, Wonder Woman closet where you go in and you turn around real fast. Oh Lord. <laughs> what you looking at is a filter on mine. Right. This is a Snapchat filter. Right. This one of them. Right. <laughs> Did you put it this what it is? A hologram. This is like Tupac. Right. <laughs> what it is, one of them. He's he uh, not really here. He, right. he, he I'm really here. I'm really still in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I'm going to turn it over to Miss Angel Charmaine. Um, she is chilling on her sofa and she looking real comfortable. She just, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's that's how it's the way it should be done. We all should be sitting on our sofa in our pajamas with our PJs on, our slippers and just, that's how you have the best conversations though. When you're real comfortable, letting it all hang loose. I need to get my pajamas. Sometimes on. them <laughs> sometimes, them, <laughs> sometimes when you get loose, the lips get loose too. You be like, oh, did I say that? I'm gonna have to go get my mug. <laughs> That's gonna make me go get my mason jar. Look, uh, hey, look, look, I, I would like something. What's in that basin jar? <laughs> if it's anything like I say, it is. <laughs> I am super excited. So, Speak Up Sis podcast family, hello, how y'all doing? Um, welcome to Dope Discussions with Erica. Uh, at collaborating with Speak Up Sis podcast, as y'all can see, I'm chilling on the couch tonight i'm letting erica just like do her boss lady thing <laughs> and i am just going to be here um talking to mr bell erica gator and we are just gonna be y'all know it's 
I'm just cut tonight. I'm just, I got my cut up t-shirt on, sitting on the couch. I got my speak up sis mug. Um, and so tonight we're going to dig deep into what's wrong with these men. Got these women, <laughs> and I don't know. We might actually talk a little bit about these women who don't know what they want either. That part. Ooh, so tonight, that part. Dig into um, why are we all on a roller coaster, and and what what does it mean? What 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 are they saying to us, right? And then maybe we might even get into how we need to respond to that. Cause I tell you, I, I, we, you know, there's a little discussion. I think I want to get into. I had with a with a friend, a real good friend of mine. I was, hey, I I probably gave her some advice she didn't want to hear. Mm. Mm. What I think mm. it said. Yeah. It was probably the, the realest advice she could have gotten, because that's most of the time the one you don't want to hear. Yes. Yes. Don't get for some. For another real, raw, yet relevant conversation. Let's get it. Let's get it. So, Mr. Bell, since we got you in here, we're going to put you on the hot seat. Let's go. Hold on. Can y'all hear me on my mic right now? Give me about two more links. Take some trouble out real fast. He must have a whole sound stage in the back of stuff. <laughs> All right, Teddy Riley. Look, we got I'm going to do it like Pat and the Bell. I'm going to do it like Pat and the Bell. I'm going to do it all on stage. <laughs> so I'm let's good. talk about this emotional. Let's talk about this emotional roller coaster. Okay. Uh, first from 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 a female perspective if a woman is getting into a relationship with a guy he seems like in the beginning he's all for it he wants exactly what she wants you know he wants the you know the relationship the long term he's looking for marriage uh, he wants a family and then there hits a point where she starts to notice acting different he's not really with what she talking about no more mm-hmm. he's always pushing against her pool mm-hmm. and she left her confused like and in a lot of times in these situations the more one person pulls away the more the other person tries to come come closer mm-hmm. so it's like that that attraction thing like well, that's what you said you wanted. So what should I do? What do I need to do to fix it? What do I need to do to get you back to where you was and to make you feel how you felt before? So can you kind of explain to the women what's going through the mind of a man when he just he goes cold you. on them? What, what, what I truly believe is a man that goes cold is already giving you the indication that he's a chameleon. He's a chameleon man. So what's mm-hmm. a chameleon man? A chameleon, a chameleon man is a man that will ask you all the questions to show that interest, to spark the fire, to be in agreement. And then he adapts to what it is that you've given him. This is not his true character. This is what he's conformed to because he's trying mm-hmm. to 
gain an advantage because he wants to win you. And some men, believe it or not, some men just get a rise out of just winning your heart. They're not trying to be with you. They just trying to see if they can if they can get you in their world. And yeah. by getting in your world, this I think we were talking about this last week. Well, you when they start asking questions about, you know, what was what was your family like? When they start asking questions like, you know, you want to have kids, things like that, mm -hmm. they may be doing an interview or they may be doing an interview. <laughs> mm. That mm. requires them to shape themselves into what it is that you don't paint it a picture of. And see, the ah. most skilled ones, the most skilled ones can already pick up if you're feeling them. They can already feel if you're desperate. They can already feel that you're attracted to whatever it is, that charisma that they carry. Right. And then it goes into that roller coaster effect. Because once they got what they want from you, whether it's whether it's a night in the wet or it's a night at the spa, <laughs> Or it's a are? weekend, a weekend <laughs> with this thing. Let's just not skip over. You said a night in the wet. <laughs> a night in the what? A night in the wet. <laughs> Y'all should have put a disclaimer because you know this. this, this, this you know, we coming into this 100 place where a lot of times we don't we don't have time to play with it. And a lot of men just want to jump in the lake, get they swim, float they log, however you want to just roll with that. And then they want to ease on out the river and ease on down the road. Do you think that? OK, so I, I think a, a man who keeps a woman going up and down and up and down, especially mm -hmm. for a long period of time, mm -hmm. he's really not interested mm -hmm. in the commitment. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't believe, I just, but, you know, but, for a man who's not committed to a woman who has mm -hmm. her highs and lows and one minute he's all in love, and the next minute he's pulling away and he needs time and now he don't need time. And to me, it sounds like you're really not you really don't have a desire to be all in with me. That's what it sounds like to me. There's a lack of desire for commitment with me. And so mm -hmm. you don't really want, maybe I'm really not the one that you want. And, and, and that's what that's what he'll do with that highs and lows is he's creating distance, but he's also monitoring how mm -hmm. you respond to it because maybe he do want to hold on to you, but it's on what value you carry. So these little hypothetical things that they that he may do, like you know, create an argument out of nothing, and it leaves you in places like where they come from. Those are the signs that you look for for a person that just may not be really interested, but yet they want to. They they don't want to get rid of you altogether because if they wanted to get rid of you altogether, they would block, stop, delete. And and zip out. Gotcha. You can't find them on social media. You can't find them on on four one one. You can't find them on Google. You can't find them on ads.com and everything else because they have vanished and left the planet. They had they hide with Elvis and Tupac. Okay. Uh -huh. 
They were Elvis and Tupac. I got you. So, so, so when they start to get to that point where you're going like you're talking about this up and down, I think it's important to recognize that any relationship that goes up and down continually is a relationship that's not going forward because you're going vertical, not horizontal. Mm. And relationships are designed to go horizontal. Yes. Right. Yes. Amen. 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 You you're a man, Gator. What 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 do you think a little differently, or do you think he's spot on? No, I think he's spot on. I mean, with guys, I mean, in all honesty, you know, a lot of times we will, if we don't want you, we go go ghost. We could disappear in the blink of an eye, like we did. You know, if and actually it's not even that we want you, we want something from you, be it uh, security, be it, you know, sex, be it, you know, money, be it whatever. So what we tend to do is we'll hold on to you. We'll, we'll send that little nice text every once in a while, just enough to keep you hooked on. Like, well, I know he, you know, he cares, whatever, just so we could continue to use you for what we want, you mm -hmm. know, I mean, but. That's that's just the mentality of a user, you know. A lot of guys are are users, and we, and I've been that guy before too. You know, I, I learned I had a master class on it, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. where you know you, you have to you know you know just what to say, just enough yep. to keep them around, you know, and yep. you exploit them for whatever it is. You know, my my thing used to be, hey, you know. A uh, little money. Oh well, I got this bill. I need to get paid. I need this. I need to get done. Or <laughs> you know, whatever. Getting woman for her money. Back in my back in my my former before cash app. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Look, they better be glad there was no cash app back then. <laughs> okay, I feel you, bro. I feel you. I feel you. I hope you all are hearing Erica. <laughs> Erica, you hearing this foolishness? This was this was. Like, I, I, had, I had to mute myself because I was hollering too loud. <laughs> if, 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 if you don't me and Gator go talk about this later. Right. Look. Look. <laughs> she like, oh, hold on. Look, what you did 10 years ago, 15 years ago, hold on, let me get you. I'm right, I'm right, If you don't understand the nature of a narcissist, then you don't, then you are in left field at what they're doing because a narcissist can compartmentalize your relationship from another one. They literally have alter egos mm. and they, they can put themselves yes. right there with you. And then you can see them on the street and they will act like they don't even know you because they are emotionalists and they connect to you. They are parasites and you are the host. So as long as you're supplying their need, they'll stay connected. Now, Ooh. when they get charged up like a phone, they're going to unplug themselves. Mm. And they're going to leave you drained because you, if you ever left in a relationship wondering what happened to what we used to do, it's because a lot of men, since we're talking about that, a lot of men will come out the gate setting the bar high. So guess what? Y'all going to go to the Eiffel Tower in the beginning. Then y'all going to be looking for a twin tower at the end, mm -hmm. where it's at now. <laughs> because we're trying to impress you 
and stimulate your mind, Craig. Stimulate your mind. We trying to stimulate you. <laughs> and then when we got your attention and you start looking for that again, we start we start making these excuses like, why you sweat me? I need time. I, you know, this is not a good time for me. I'm working late. I'm doing this. I got to mm -hmm. go to my mama. I got to see my daddy. He ain't seen his daddy since his daddy <laughs> wasn't his daddy. So you everywhere else. And then all of a sudden, you don't disappear all week. I got a friend that he got into it with his girl all week long. And Friday, he already know I'm supposed to see her Friday. So he just shoot that little place in and said, Oh, I want to video, video FaceTime you. And I, I, you know, I just, and then if she starts getting to that place, like, I don't really want to see you right now. He's like, Oh, I just want to just slide by for a minute just to see your face. I missed you. But hold up. Mm -hmm. You ain't said nothing about missing me all week. Those mm -hmm. are signs. That, that you got to watch out for when all of a sudden they turn on the magic of, of they can't wait. Don't get your hopes up in that because what you got to get mm. your hopes in is the consistency. I always mm. say that your integrity establishes your relationship and your temperance keeps it. Hey, well, look at here. Where's the, where's the connection played at? <laughs> <laughs> Not, I, I want to put this in there because I <clears throat> I was listening to R.C. Blakes yesterday. He's one of my favorite pastors to mm -hmm. listen to. Um, he has a, a lot of YouTube videos and he was talking. He talks a lot about narcissists mm -hmm. and um, he, talk, he talks. He's talked specifically to women. And he said, when you're trying to break free from a narcissist, you have to protect your ear gates. Mm -hmm. the power of words mm -hmm. these men knew they know exactly what words trigger you mm -hmm. because women are we we fall in love through our ears and what we hear and when a man knows the right words to say then that puts a that puts a whole picture in our head of possibilities of what mm -hmm. could be but if he's been giving you those same promises over and over and they still haven't come into fruition, he playing with you. Mm -hmm. So when you know you're really ready to break free from that spell, he said, cause those words will cast a spell over you. Mm -hmm. He said, you got to protect your ear gates, whatever you got to do. If you got to block his phone number, you got to block him on all social media, every way you got to block him. So he cannot get through to you with words. That's, yep. that's going to be your first step into getting yourself from out of, uh, under his power. Yeah. And you know, and because that's what I've had to do. Exactly. Because words are the promise of visuals through your desires. So if mm -hmm. I start talking to you, Erica, about hamburgers and you ain't, you ain't feeling no Burger King, then I got to change my conversation because what I'm doing is I'm trying to pick your lock on your desire. Mm -hmm. So if I so if I say something like, oh man, I can go for a call junior, you like, ooh, call junior. Good. That's mm -hmm. it. Now I can start working more through calls junior to find out what else I can can connect to. Because the more pieces you allow a, 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 a roller coaster man to go up and down with, 
is the more pieces that they'll use to keep you connected visually through your desire. So those words yes. are like a spell, like you're saying. And so I just keep drawing you into your world, into my world. And now all of a sudden, when I know that I got you, because I'm I'm a trained certified controllist, mm-hmm. and I know mm-hmm. that I got the handle, then guess what? All right. I don't, I don't stop. I'm going to stop calling you so much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop sending you that text I got home. I'm going to stop mm-hmm. sending my good morning text to you because what, what they start to do is they start, you got to pay attention to the patterns. And when that mm-hmm. pattern starts to change, it ain't because something is occurring. It's because they're causing the current. Y'all catch that. They're yes. Causing they're causing the flow to go differently yeah. on this river of love. Yes. And they're creating another. If y'all know how a river works, and then I'm a hush. But if y'all know how a river works, when a river begins to get more in more force and more water, it begins to stretch mm-hmm. into an ocean and it'll start breaking mm-hmm. off into streams. And that's what happens when somebody starts to get more current behind them when you are going with them and they'll start breaking off a little bit at a time. They'll stay connected, but they're going to start detaching a little at a time. You won't see them every weekend. You'll start seeing them every other weekend. Then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they'll start filling in that place that they once made available for you. Last thing yep. I want to and then I'm going to hush, but we got all got 24 hours. And if they can't take five minutes out of a 24 hour to just see how you doing that mm. is a issue when you're in a relationship exactly <laughs> that's, that's what Consistency. Last thing you said you got 24 hours and what now say that again <laughs> you got 24 hours in a day and it only take it really only take you like 30 seconds to do it but five minutes out of 24 hours is is it could be sufficient enough for a relationship when you have a busy person but if you can just give five minutes a day every relationship deserves at least five minutes a day you know i i with you and i i have always seen it an issue where people who say that they are you know getting to know one another they're dating talking whatever you want to put the term on Act like they can't find any time in the day to just call and say, hey, how you doing or something. The fact that you you don't mind going a full 24, 48, however many hours with just hearing my voice or letting me hear. To me, that's an issue because when you're in a relationship, you're, you're, you're looking forward to one day spend mm-hmm. your life with a person you're going to see them every day so if you're yes. married to someone you're not going to go 24 hours without speaking to your spouse right, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. right. Here, if we are at the beginning of something that we both want to grow and to commit a relationship why would we not start in a place where we talk to each other at least once a day. I don't see. So I bet you that whole you was too busy to call, but you can. <laughs> to, 
You can post on social media. You, post you, on can, social media. You, you got time to do lives. You got time to check in. <laughs> it, it, I always say this. If you got time to post, you got time to text. Yes. And exactly. I, I am not with that text me. I'm with what? I think all of us are 40 plus or something close to it. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. too old to be texting all the time. I call that a I call that a textation ship. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's but, a lot of got, people think they can build a relationship through text messages. But mm. you gotta look at it like this. When you desperate to stay in contact as a woman is, that text mm -hmm. is so valuable. And if you, mm -hmm. you if you sitting there staring at your phone and you see them coming <laughs> and they drop out, come on now. We you we we inbox stalking quietly to see if that green light come on. And, 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 and oh, the light don't went on, and then it don't went off for ten minutes. You know, you know that they somehow connected in, and so yeah. your mind, when they ain't talking to you, starts to wonder, well, who is he talking to? You know, what is he doing? Mm -hmm. Oh no, this just an automatic thing that come on my phone. But you picked your phone up, mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's some reason. And like you said, that text, but when you're so desperate. To get anything yeah. from somebody you connected to, you'll take a text. You'll take a text with a dot on it from them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said this to Gator before, like that point y'all made about the 24 hours. I said mm -hmm. that to Gator before. My motto is, if you can go 24 hours without talking to me, then just go 24 more and just keep right. adding 24 after that. Because right. I, after them twenty four, after them twenty four hours expire, that means a no call, no show. Your job is open now. Ooh, I like that. I like <laughs> no call, that. no show. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like that, that position is now open. Right, right, right. A lot of a lot of women get that they fall. You know what? This is the time of year. Normally, outside of the COVID thing, this would be the time of year where a lot of women see this a lot because it's tax season. And I know a few brothers <laughs> who on, man. all of a sudden decide during this time of year that they want to reappear. Mm -hmm. You know, like who they <laughs> be like, <laughs> you know, oh girl, I missed you so much. And you know, on, man. and you know, hey, um, you know, I, I need this and this and this. You think you can spot me till I get my, you know, get on my feet and all that kind of stuff. These these are the guys who always have these hooks in you. They always, mm -hmm. yeah. even if it's like once or twice a week, they send you a text just to check on how you're doing mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And then when they see that, oh, it's tax season. Hold on, let me see if I can reel this this fish in right quick so I can eat. You know. So, ladies, if you have this going on right now, you know what's happening. Run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is not so much as the money issue, but guys they get to a point where they get bored mm -hmm. and they start thinking about who can I fill this space with right now? Cause mm -hmm. I'm bored. Mm -hmm. um, and they start sending out feelers to see yeah. who's going to bite, who going to bite. Hey, big head. Hey, stranger. <laughs> oh, ain't talked to you in a while. Mm -hmm. And don't hit my phone now either. And and ladies, y'all, if even if you got a dude phone uh, number stored in your phone and you know who is texting, always hit him back with who is this now? 
That's going to hit that ego. That's going to hit them in a good yeah. point. She's going to be like, oh, she don't even have my yeah. phone number stored. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't because I took your, after we talk in a week, I took your number out of my phone. And yeah. you shouldn't even be texting me no more. But but that comes back to what we said at the beginning, Erica, that, that you got to get, you got to get, out from under that place of they already are teaching you to not get used to them. Mm -hmm. So you got to start mm -hmm. teach, you got to start finding yourself away from your phone a lot mm -hmm. and connect to something else for a while because our lives are so connected to our phones and I, I'm guilty mm -hmm. of this at times where I'm just find myself unconsciously checking my phones for stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I could be doing something else with my time, but here I am checking see to see the next thing that come on the news feed or check the next social media thing. And what we got to yeah. do is realize that social media has turned into a social medium. Oh, yeah. Yes. So now, we're, now we're channeling our our information from, from these things. And when you start mm -hmm. to get into that place, you got to realize that this is a spell within itself and you are teaching yourself. Let me say it like this. What was we doing before Facebook came out? We was doing What was we doing before cell phones? When you before we had cell phones, when you would leave the house, you didn't you didn't your parents or your your spouse didn't have a way to call you while you in the store. Exactly. You had to communicate with them before you left the house. Exactly. And you communicate with them again once you get back home. Exactly. We are so addicted to being able to have instant access to, to people. That's what I was we thinking act like we forgot. We forgot how it used to be. We we give ourselves way too much accessibility. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. that comes back to this whole thing is that you have made yourself so accessible to them that now that's all you look for in the morning, in the evening, mm -hmm. and in the middle of the night. I ain't too proud mm -hmm. to beg. And that's and mm -hmm. if you continue to beg for that attention, they're going to continue to think that they are your pimp. And they can supply mm. your time. They ain't trying mm. to push for sex. And they ain't always pushing for money. They pushing for your time. Mm -hmm. And time yes. is just as valuable as money if you keep letting them pimp you for it. More valuable than money. You More know, valuable. I think social media, not just social media, but um, the accessibility of the internet has done. And we talked about this a bit when we talked about um, internet dating. Mm -hmm. It has, on the flip side of that, it has, I think it has emboldened men to feel like they got more options. Mm -hmm. For the internet, you went to the mall, you and your girls were cute, you were the flyest in mm -hmm. the you knew it, everybody knew mm -hmm. it. Me, Mr. He's like, Can I get your number? It's like, I'll give you my pager number. He's like, Okay, I'm gonna call you. And y'all, <laughs> you know, you just ended up together, you didn't, you weren't constantly looking for the next person mm -hmm. of course there are right. some people who are just going to be like that but for the most part 
you went out, you met someone, y'all exchanged numbers, y'all talked, y'all, you just kind of end up going together. You were just kind of together yeah. and it just was. But but with the onslaught of the internet and then internet dating and now social media and now social media dating, mm -hmm. it's like to me, it seems like men are constantly, it's like, you know what, as mm -hmm. soon as they see a little bit of a flaw in you, or what they deem as mm -hmm. a flaw, right? Then it's like, well, you know what? I'm gonna hold on to her, mm -hmm. keep her on this roller coaster, but I'm gonna go check her out because now she's hmm. like she don't have this issue, but then then she'll all of all of a sudden have an issue. Now you gonna hold her and her, and now you're gonna go to somebody else. It's just this constant not wanting to just be okay with one. Because you just feel like mm -hmm. I got unlimited options. And I think the internet has really hurt us in that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yep. and I'm not going to let women off the hook. Like, you know, in most cases, men are the perpetrator and the predator. But in a lot of times, these women participate in offering themselves up as prey mm -hmm. because you already know where this situation is going and where it's not going. Mm -hmm. But you will make up excuses to not unplug and not cut the cord from this person who you know is using mm -hmm. you, who you know is draining you. Um, we have to give women some responsibility in that um, because that's how I kept perpetrating the cycle over and over because mm -hmm. I wasn't taking responsibility for my part in it, I kept looking at myself as the victim. Oh, I'm I'm being I'm being a good woman. I'm doing the right things. I'm treating him right. And why he keeps doing this to me? Mm -hmm. Girl, better put your big girl panties on that part. and um understand that he can't do nothing to you that you're not allowed. Right. And and, and, those girls and, and, who are are also keeping men on emotional roller coasters because i i remember a time in my own life because it's easy for me to detach i'm one of those women mm -hmm. don't you know don't really do a whole lot of affection and emotion and all that other kind of stuff mm -hmm. so i block and delete easily you know and <laughs> you're talking about do i know your number i'm not even answering the phone because you <laughs> and my phone showed a little circle with a line through it I'm not even getting your messages. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So there, but there are women who are broken, who aren't healed, who are also stringing men along. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. perpetrators who are keeping men on a roller coaster. So we got some of them too now. We're not going to excuse them. Okay. Okay. I, I think that. <laughs> go ahead, George. No, go ahead, George. <laughs> Have you been? Have you guys been a victim of the emotional roller coaster? Oh, I know I have. So it's it's you know it's mm -hmm. one of those scenarios where, and I think when women do it, it could be for the same reasons men do it. You know, oh, mm -hmm. you know, I've I've had women approach me with, oh, well, you know, I'm you know, I'm, they cut my hours at work. I need a little something on my phone bill, or it could just be a sex thing. You know, like I'm gonna keep somebody just kind of over there, and I don't want to be with you. But every once in a while, my phone dry. Let yeah. me go ahead and holler, you know, say at you and bring you in, you know, bring you off the bench. You know, yeah. it's like okay, yeah. come on in. 
You know, and a lot of there are a lot of women who do that. Who kind of string yeah. guys along, you know, they'll they'll you know continue to kind of every once in a while check on them, how you doing? Because they know that guys, you know, all they gotta do is offer up a little something, and most times we don't come running. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and I think that a lot of times what happened for men is as women, you start to feel like maybe if I do more, that will be the turning point. And what ends up happening is you go into, you go from being good to not being there enough. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And so that, for women, I truly think that, now I could be wrong, but I think that like, even like if a man was like offering a proposal, she'll accept the engagement. Because I think that it's another level that you got to start getting off into. And what that does is that offers an extension of time for whatever it is that they're trying to obtain. So if a man yeah. comes in and is like, is really ready and she's like not even ready, she may accept that ring because, hey, jury, you know, and I can just kind of pretend hmm. like we are engaged in front of social media. But behind closed mm -hmm. doors, because see, people get social media so twisted, and they think that this is how it is when you're off camera. But social media is just a movie for what their lives is. And for a man that's going through this place of we're together, and we've been showing you on social media we're together, and everybody knows that you're together, but behind closed doors, it's like a whole nother ball of wax, like there's no connect. And there might be a little sex predicated upon if she feels like doing it, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Those are those are extension tickets that are passed out just to kind of keep you or keep the man involved in the relationship long enough until they run out of extension. Mm -hmm. Just like anything. Yeah. At some point, it's going to come down to the head and say, listen, we're going to have to make this decision. But by the end, Either the man is all the way in or he has given all that he's got out. Yeah. 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 And it's it's sad that this day and time people measure the importance of their relationship by is he posting me or am I posting right. him? Or did he <laughs> did he update his update his status on Facebook and tag me in it and <laughs> <laughs> that's proven to the world that, you know, he's my man, I'm his woman. And I can personally say I was married to a man who did all that, mm. posted me on his page and everything. Wow. And he was still doing other things behind my back. And a lot of times that brings more attention to the situation because once you start posting, mm -hmm. that's when people want to start testing. Yep. Are you really about what you posted? Right. Yep. Right. You go in a relationship, it'll definitely do it. They will test you. You'll, you'll see the DMs light up. Oh, you look so happy. How long have y'all been? Well, just get mm -hmm. in contact with me, blah, blah, blah. The second it looked like you don't have a smile and picture that you'd have posted. What's wrong? Everything okay? You need to talk about it? And all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And men, of course, and like, they, 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 yeah. And <laughs> 
back in the day when I didn't, when I wasn't so confident in myself and so sure about my position in my relationship, I I felt more secure if he was posting me. Mm-hmm. But now I understand if you really want, if you really value the sanctity of your relationship, it's best to keep it as private as you can. Yeah. Because, because once you put it out there, you open it up to attacks from all sides. And you also you also soliciting your mate just in case y'all don't work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're making them an advertisement. Because if, 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 if a woman is bragging about how good her man is, he taking her here, he buying her this, and everywhere you look at, they going out every weekend, and then all of a sudden you break it off with him, you just made Ooh. him like the most popular guy on Facebook. <laughs> yes. And, and yes. guess what? When they find out, when folks start finding out, it's kind of like this virus. It's like it ain't get early. It's going to be like a wave of folks that's going to come after they find out that it's all over and they see that your status don't change to single. Yes. Um, and she let him go. Oh, what was he <laughs> thinking? Let me just Go on and slide on in his DM and let me see what he all about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta stop giving that free advertisement. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's a, promo- that's a promotional code. You know, <laughs> I remember uh, my husband one time, the, the kids were really small and um I'm not the most maternal person. You know how some women, they just love being with their kids all the time. I wasn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) So he would, he would get the boys and when they were really small and um, he would maybe go grocery shopping or whatever. He said, I'll take the boys to go grocery shopping. I remember one time he said, Angel, I don't want to go to the Walmart. And I was like, why not? I don't feel like going. He was like, you don't understand what it's like to be a married man with with little kids mm-hmm. grocery store shopping. Mm-hmm. And it, it really it really sort of opened my eyes to some things because he's pleading with me. He's like, look, they everywhere. Magnet. See them and they see him, and it's like, oh, he's you know, he's a husband and his kids are, they're so cute and he's so good with the kids. And and so now they're all over him. And, and I distinctly remember him saying, you don't understand what it's like to go, to have to go into the Walmart with these kids and grocery shopping. He's like, I don't want to go. Magnet. That, hmm. It's like that in social media land. You put your husband out there, you put your man out there, you, you know what I'm saying? And you show... Not saying, I mean, he, of course, we understand that everybody's got to have self-control. We get it. But there are certain things that we can do to not, you know, put each other, men put their wives out or, because I've seen, I was talking to my mom earlier and we saw these pictures of this husband and wife where the woman, she in the picture with her tongue out and hit butt up. And I'm just like, and that's your husband? And you, y'all, <laughs> as soon as y'all have some problems, they're going to be all over her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think we really have to be very careful about what we're putting 
our, you know, our spouses, what positions we're putting them yeah. in, even when it comes to social media. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely got to protect them because if you don't protect your relationship, then you're going to start, you're going to, you're going to turn your, your ride into a straight highway into a roller coaster. And you're going to start experiencing all types of speed bumps. You're going to start experiencing dips. You're going to start experiencing a lot of ups and downs that's going to tear up the motor of your relationship. And when you start to run into too many problems of what it is that you don't put your, your, your relationship on the road of social media to do, then that causes you to have to pull your car over like in the natural you start having too many problems on the road, you have to pull that thing over because it's going to tear your car up. And if you don't learn how to pull your relationship out of a place, you're going to have a bumpy, bumpy ride because this thing goes a long way. This highway goes from one end of the state to the other end. This is the I-10 of, of relationships. And if you get caught up in one thing and you don't want to fix it and pull your ride over, then it's just going to get tore up and you're going to break down in the middle of your journey. <laughs> We've yes. got here, y'all, that uh, says from a man, I don't think hiding your mate is best. If they get her after we are done, it doesn't matter. Strangely enough, as a man, I personally love to show off my woman and show how tight we are. If you're afraid someone's going to take them, then it's already going down. I think putting your business out is the problem. So what do you all think about that? Here you got a man say saying, I like showing off my woman and all I think womanliness. I think it's good. <laughs> I think it's good, honestly, to showcase some attributes of it, but not everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's good to show like certain holidays or certain things that you want to do. But every time you buy her a Lexus, every time you buy her a ring, every time you take her to Acapulco and who know who and all of that, I think that it takes away from the, the intimate place that relationships have, the mystery of what you and somebody else may see that they may see on social media. You want to leave a little mystery for yourself as well. Mm hmm. I can agree with that. I just I I feel like if if you're feeling you're in a moment where you just feeling like I'm proud of my mate and I want to show mm -hmm. them off. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But um, to do it to 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 prove to validate your relationship mm -hmm. and to prove to people because most people do it for that reason. Like I want the mm -hmm. world to see this is my man. And if any of y'all try to come after him, I'm just showing y'all this is mine, hands off, and all of mm -hmm. that type of stuff. And and people want to prove you wrong every time. Mm -hmm. I personally want um, to who does not want my relationship blasted all over the internet. I just don't. And I, you know, I call my future husband my forever husband. You know, when I meet him, I say, you all will know about him when we get ready, when we about to be married. You're not going to see the court. <laughs> it's just not. 
you know, you may see him right. and not even know that's him. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Not that we'll be right. hunting. It's just that I believe there are just certain things, like you said, that are just sweet for us. And everyone just oh. doesn't need to be involved in that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think right. the, the big issue now is social media, your following is so broad now. Like it used to be a scenario where if you were dating somebody, you know, your cousin might know, your brother might know, all this kind of stuff. But now if you post something on social media, half the world know everything that's going on, mm -hmm. everything you post, they know about. I'm one of those people who's a proponent about if I'm married, you're going to know it because it's going to be all on my uh, on my profile, married. <laughs> you know, and I'm gonna make right. it right. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of people right. who don't even update that. They'll keep it single, you know. Or you know, I have friends of mine I'm calling them out who you know have been engaged or you know whatever, and they'll just still put that single on there, you know, just to kind of be a, a you know to throw people off a little bit. I'm you know if I'm with somebody and I plan on making them my wife and having them in my life forever, then I'm gonna be proud to blast them everywhere. Is what you blast, like my brother was saying. That's the thing, you know. You don't want to overshare, you know, because when you start oversharing, like I say, just the the slightest hint of anything going wrong, all of a sudden here come the wolves. They jumping in, trying to, and it, they may not be trying to even block you from your relationship. They may just be messy, but that outside mess. Mm -hmm. If you continue to put stuff out there, you're leaving that door open for people to bring stuff in. Yeah. That's why you want to kind of keep a lot of that stuff private, but not too private. If it's a scenario like if I'm just dating this person, you ain't gonna know about it. <laughs> you know, but if it's yeah. something nah. like marrying, then you might see some pictures on social media. You ain't gonna see every swimsuit picture she got, every you know, time we go to you know the, the beach, all this kind of stuff. But you know, at the same time, you don't want to hide them either, you know. Right, because if you if we dating, you on a trial period. You you right, are not right. permanent yet. <laughs> right. Exactly. I, I don't need everybody to see all my trial periods. Right, yeah. <laughs> you, ain't got your, you ain't got your certification yet. <laughs> you ain't certified right. yet. <laughs> oh, you ain't you ain't took the exam, the final oh, exam, exam, and nothing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You really have it to kind be of, um, Oh, sorry. I've seen that before, and it kind of like <clears throat> kind of saddened me a little bit because I see certain women who they 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 post, they broadcast the the man they're with, and then a few months later, it's nothing no longer, and then maybe a couple of months after that, I'm seeing a new one. Yeah, and. You know, you can read between the lines and tell that, you know, this girl is probably just hurting. She really won't love. Mm -hmm. She won't validation. Mm -hmm. And but you don't know. You don't want to reach out like and get in somebody's business. But yeah. I recognize what I'm seeing. Yeah. And I just want to let you know this. This is this is not the way to do that. Yeah. So, some, some people can't wait to get to get to that place, like you're saying, of posting about their relationship because mm -hmm. they've been by themselves so long. So that's like a goal, like a, like a bucket mm -hmm. list thing. Like if I get my name and if I can get 300 likes on my page, mm -hmm. then 
I have reached my goal of what it was that I've done. The only problem with that mm -hmm. is that there is a whole that relationship is a goal all by itself. Yeah. And you're looking for one accolade. <laughs> right. Let me put let me see this guy. See what Carlos got. Carlos have a lot to say. I like Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos said the women I respect most have all their family events with their men and social events. When I was single, I shied away from women whose relationships seem strong. If she is beautiful or interesting, she will have male attention regardless. I'm with you, Carlos. I, um, I love to see men who show love and affection toward their wives and their women. Um, I'm, that makes me proud of them, but that doesn't make me want to be with them for myself. Right. So I think that's just something twisted in certain women's mind. It's like a goal to want to have what another woman have. Yeah. I love to see couples. I love to see couples be together and stay together. When I hear about couples breaking up, I'm like, oh man, not another one. Right. Y'all was my inspiration. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And those are the things. Go ahead, George. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, go ahead. The, and those are the things that that are good to post about. You know, this this love thing and you know, of, of people seeing man and woman together because for so long relationships if I, and I'm not trying to be racist, but black couples have developed a bad stigma of what it is that we are. We just know for seeing having single mothers and things like that. So it's good to see African-American couples post on love doing a kiss or matching T-shirts or whatever it is doing. They, I've seen a couple of them. They got like little handshakes and little things developed because what that does is that we're investing time in some things together and we want to show that because that does give some people hope as well but, but it goes back to what, what we're saying right. go ahead albino you know what is uh, the thing that gets me about what you're saying is that mm -hmm. that has not always been the black experience when you think about yeah. um before you know, when you start going back to grandmama, great grandma, you start. Mm -hmm. Listen, black people did stay in relationships. Mm -hmm. Fathers were with their their children, with their wives. I remember my granddaddy, my my paternal grandfather, went to work. You know, he was a longshore fisherman. He came home, bought mm -hmm. his to the house to my grandmama mm -hmm. there in the house and the kids or whatever you know they were married until he you know he passed and then when she passed so my thing is this when we talk about black love it's almost like we've never had it yes we did and mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I you know and there was an expectation yeah. that you we're married and you stay, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and it has right. changed over mm -hmm. the years and we've become more open to a whole lot of stuff that people tell us we need to be open to. Yep. And so yeah. now all of a sudden we look dysfunctional and everybody else look like they got together. No, we haven't always been like this. This hasn't no, always we haven't. been our story. No, 
Right. You right. Yeah, I wanna, I think we need to. I want to uh, people of that. Yeah. I want to address um, Mr. Anthony's uh, statement. He said dating was not meant to be a trial period. We need to take all of our involvements and opportunities for real. You've got to answer for each time you lay down with someone. We need to look at it not our way, but God's way. Mr. Anthony, when I said trial periods, <laughs> that didn't mean try everything. <laughs> uh, I look at dating as a trial period because we're just getting to know each other. We're not actually in a relationship. We're just doing what it what the word says. We're meeting and we're going on dates. Yeah. Um, not an actual relationship. So I think a lot of people, they they merge dating and relationship together and make it as one. And mm-hmm. I don't think dating is a relationship. And, and, and because what you're saying is true, a lot of people take every relation, every dating into relationships and they give their all thinking that this is the one. So when it's not the one, they've given all of their their contact information, how you can contact their mama, their daddy, they gave you their email, <laughs> they gave you their, their office, their office space and all of that. You got their whole right. resume. And like right. it's it's hard to Man, I'm really didn't I didn't I don't think it's gonna work out. You can't tell them that because like, oh, I thought we was right. like eight kids. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, yes. Thing, we put too much stock into that. Yeah. Y'all, we have still got to be more cautious about who we want to date. So I always say I don't casually date anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't casually date. Right. So I don't just like like Omar said, date, date to just be dating, you know. So so yeah. my thing is I if I'm gonna date a man, mm-hmm. I am dating a man who has the same ideas about where he wants to go. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like we we're dating with the understanding that if we are a good fit, we both want a committed marriage. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we may not be in a full-on relationship right now, but I'm not da- I'm not gonna date a man who doesn't want to be married. Yes. What's the use to that? I'm not gonna date a man. Who doesn't believe what I believe? I'm not. I just think that we casually date, hoping that somebody will fit. So for me, yes, dating is not going on dates with someone. It's not you being in a relationship. But I'm mm-hmm. not going on dates with anybody. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. But it, it's still a trial period, sir. You on a trial period now? Absolutely. You might be able to move on into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, stage, but but at this stage, you no, you on trial. Well, it's like I said, like this. I'm sorry, George. You want to say something? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just listening. I'm like, <laughs> move a little faster, George. Move a little faster. Oh, no, no. I'm just, I'm just going. Look, I'm just going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what I tell ladies. I say, listen, your job is the easiest when it comes to all of this. Now, I'm old school, and I talked to Eric about this. I'm old school, and I believe that. 
if it's going to date into courtship, that you set a date for courtship. And courtship means mm -hmm. that he's got to present all the evidence. So all you have to do, ladies, is just sit there, stand there, and just wait for every door to come open and say, okay, baby, I'm ready to go. That's all you have to do. And let him present his case for the direction of the relationship. But the problem we have is that women, a lot of times, not all, but a lot of times women will get overly involved in the man's perspective of leading in relationships and then they start taking over and then the man is like, I'm not doing nothing. And then it's like, well, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to speed up down the aisle and he's like, I'm just trying to get you to the church. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, I'm glad you brought up that word too. Mm. Courtship. It's evident. It's just like being in court. You got a prosecution and the woman is the defense. <laughs> <laughs> he pleaded his case. He, he pleaded his case. He's got his exhibits and anything that don't be is what, what they call immiscible evidence. Right. Yeah, this, this ain't immiscible. Immiscible. Get it on out of here. It ain't going to work. Angel, we gotta go buy us a gavel. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn. laughs> he is messing up people tonight because you know in 2020 <laughs> these jokers want business partners, they want yeah. they, this men have a totally different mindset and I and and you know and I always tell men they're like you want an independent woman and I tell them y'all don't know what you're asking for right there's an entire mentality that comes along when you mm. say you want a woman with her own house own car own kids she got her own thing she's doing her own thing she don't need nobody you're asking for <laughs> mentality that you really don't want in your wife you really don't because she don't mm -hmm. She don't need none of that. And so I'm not saying that a woman can't have those things. But when you say you want this woman who's fiercely independent and she mm. runs things, you can't expect that when you marry her, yep. now all of a sudden y'all go to church, you want her to be talking about some submissive submission and you the head and blow the head of her. She doesn't have to hear that. Mm -hmm. She don't know nothing about that. Now, a woman in that in that place in her life can submit, but the men who are saying they want that kind of woman don't have that level of conviction that she has. Actually, if you want a woman that's this at this level of being independent, you got to be here. You got to create a gap for her because she's That's not going to look up to you uh -uh. she's not going she's not trying to come down here to look down to you she wants to be able to look up to you and she wants somebody who's going to push her to even want to get to a higher level yeah. but a lot of these guys they're not on the level she's on and they're like well it shouldn't be all about that well i'm so sorry if <laughs> if if the man doesn't doesn't exhibit submission then he's not gonna get it because 
with loving kindness are you drawn? Uh-huh. And and if if the woman is not giving him a standard to reach for, he's he's already. Let me say it like this: when a woman gives her standard of what it is he's looking for, he already know if he's too high or too low. Uh-huh. He already know. So. If he see that he too that she's lower than him in that standard, then he can he can merge that gap because he can always go back up. But if she already like then he gonna be thinking like, "Oh, uh, you you got you don't need my help." It's not about a being financial; it's about being a leader. And if you come, if you start up in money and accolades as being the upper, then you already missing the That's power right. of a strong woman. That's right. Yes. Right, right. It ain't got nothing to do with the financial situation. It's the mental. The mental. That's Can it. she count on you when she don't know the answer that you can step in there and say, bam, baby, don't worry about it. I already know what we about to do. That's it. Right. That's it. Right. It's all about the leadership. All about the leadership. That's why I mean you could have somebody that's making three times your salary, but you can come in that house and be a leader. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they'll yes. look up to you. Now, with that being said, too, I'm one of those people who, you know, if I like like Adrian was saying, where you have these these Uber independent women who I don't need you for that, I'm not about to butt heads with you. That's yeah. why, <laughs> you know, a lot of times. I'll sit there, I'll, you know, I'll, that's what the whole dating purpose is. Are you willing, if I'm being a leader, are you willing to be submissive? Because some people, some women are so caught up in being a leader that they won't allow the man to actually take lead in some situations. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. that's because they're used to it, because there are scenarios where you have single moms who've been doing this for six, seven, eight years with two, three, four kids who don't know the meaning of, Oh, you know, I'm gonna let you leave because I have to get up every morning and leave. You know, so those are the mm. ones that you know you do have to take time with. But some of yeah. them, unfortunately, until they get their mind right, or maybe even too far gone for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that and but that's a part a of, of. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes a guy just doesn't have a clear vision of where he's going and when when he's not clear on where he's going she's not she's not safe and trusting him to follow him she's like hey i don't know where you're going you know but if he has a clear vision and if he can paint it to her she would she would happily yes happily Mm -hmm. attach herself to his vision yes and follow him Right. But most men can't articulate what their vision is. They're like, right. oh, I'm just going, I'm doing this thing. I'm doing that thing. Well, how do I fit into that? And, right. you know, what's the plan on how we going to, you know, some people, men can't do that. And then a woman is like, I'm not going to follow you blindly. Right. You know, a lot of, a lot of people want to know, you know, how you get this woman who is seemingly, you know, outwardly successful right? She's got the money or the jobs or the degrees or whatever. And she's with a guy that other people may see as not being on her level, right? But one thing right. I don't think people get is exactly what you just said. There are men who haven't gotten to where they're going yet, 
Mm-hmm. They sit down with their woman and they talk about their plans. They got a vision. They got a mm-hmm. they sat down and they done showed it to her. They've written it out. So you got this woman now. And, and Journeyman Bell, we talked about this don't work on potential thing. But I'm going to tell you, people want to know how women get in those situations. Mm-hmm. It's because if you meet a man who, who got a go-getter spirit, Mm-hmm. He's not playing that thing out. He know and he just it looked like he just might need a couple resources here, there, whatever. You you get a woman who'll say, you know what? I'm a rock with him. Why? Mm-hmm. Because he has painted where he's going. He can see it. He's shown it to her. It makes sense to her. And so she goes, Well, he he may not have it today, but she can see the plan. She believes in the plan and she believes she can be of assistance with his plan. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times mm-hmm. you have men who can see that they're visionaries, or whatever, but they don't actually know how to make it happen. And a lot of times they get stuck. They have the ideas, they have the vision, but but they but but whatever the thing is that keeps a man from actually doing it, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. There are some women you get caught in that because they can show it to you. They can't. It's plain. You can see it. And listen, you can even go make it happen for them. (laughs) But some men don't have the thing, the the ambition. And I won't even say ambition. It's almost like they're afraid to step out and do it. I'm going to tell you. I've been guilty of that. I've been guilty of that where... I wanted, I wanted the people on the outside looking in to have the illusion that my man was in the leadership role and I was following him. So I would do things behind the scenes to help him, you know, look better. Right. Like, you know, some women, they go and they apply for jobs for their men or they try to push him to do other things to try to make him be something that they want him to be. Yeah. But that could get exhausting because it's like you're trying to push him to do things that he's not trying to do himself. He's he's still not being a leader to you. And, and, and you know, this is that we're talking about like what um, Angela was saying about he does, he may have a vision, but he's not doing it. And it's because he doesn't have the V-I-S-I-O-N. He doesn't have the vertical. He doesn't have the integrity. He doesn't have the service to implement the implementation or implementation. He doesn't have the operation mm-hmm. or the navigation. Ah. Now, why, why do I say all that? Because if his vertical is with God, then he's got direction. Because now his insight is with him first. And if he's got integrity, he's going to mm-hmm. continue to carry it out. He's going to continue to serve what he's been positioned to do. He's going to be putting it into action, and he's going to be operating on it, and then he's able to direct her in it. Mm-hmm. Those, right. are the things, those are the things that it takes for the vision to work. Right. Right. Oh, gosh. I, I You know, I... <laughs> Y'all know in my in my newest book when I met him, for those of you who've actually read it, Eric, I know you've read it. And so yes. you, know, you 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 read about my some people call him my my 
my drug addict man. <laughs> 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 yeah. Listen, he wasn't yeah. a drug addict when I met him, but I'm just saying. But you know, I know, <laughs> I know what it's like to meet a man who's kind. He's got a big heart. You just know he's a good person, you know, but he got a few felonies and he got a few issues. And you know, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? He used to be a gangbanger. And he, you know, and he's in a place where he's got vision, he knows what he wants, but his whole life he hasn't been you know, in a position to do the things and you just understand it all, right? And so yeah. I'll tell you, and I can just be honest and say, y'all know me, I'm the transparent one. I can honestly say, I remember thinking to myself, you can't teach a person how to be kind. Mm -hmm. right? Right. When you meet a man who is kind and loving and sweet and he adores you and is genuine, he ain't trying to be out here doing all this other stuff. It's all about you. In my head, I was like, I can upgrade him. I can teach him how to go to school. I can teach him how to write paper. I can, you know, I'm like, I'm an educated woman. I train people. <laughs> I, I, I already got the money. I don't need you to take care of me. I can help you do what you need to do. And what I, in my head, it was, I, he has the qualities that you can't teach a man. He just got mm half. -hmm. I can upgrade him in this area. And I'm going to tell you, I did it. Listen, his friend, mm -hmm. they were like, who is this man? How about who this man? He listen, I had <laughs> Gap, listen, he was in Gap, he was in Levi's. I redressed the man, got the man his first driver's license ever in his life. May got him enrolled in school. He's doing all these mm -hmm. things. And then what happened was it was too much too fast. And for him, it was, and so his friends started saying, started calling me the warden. Wow. <laughs> right. So now right. Because he, he's your creation. He's your right. creation. So now it's like, I don't, you know, I could do what I want to do. I could do this. So now it's like, why are you doing this? And it's like, you don't tell me what to do. You know, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do. So it's like, wait a minute. And I thought we were on the same team, right? But it I, I was making his, I, yes, he had a vision, but I was the one pushing him faster than he was ready to go. And, and you know what? Yeah. He actually shut all the way down, went way yep. backwards. And yep. there was a point in time where I actually felt badly about where he ended because I feel like I felt like I helped him move backwards. If I would have just not pushed and just yeah. let him do his, you know, at, on his own. So I actually had to heal from a place of feeling like I pushed too hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. wow. Yeah. So when you talk about you, you can't be trying. You know, you can't change and you can't accelerate it. That's the real stuff. And I can be shown up vulnerable about it. And listen, mm -hmm. you can't make that man be nothing he ain't ready to be.
Oh, man, that's a perfect, perfect, perfect story. Perfect example of that. And after a while, you will start to feel like they owe you. It's like, you know, I remember you when you didn't have nothing. Yeah. And I help you get to this point, yeah. you know, and, and a lot of guys, I've, I've seen situations where women and a, a woman gets with a guy when he has nothing and helps him build up to where he wants to be yeah. and then he starts to feel like this woman this woman she remembers me when I had nothing I want a woman to come in where I am now and know me as this person this woman reminds me of who I used to be and every day looking at her she reminds me of who I used to be and a lot of guys get resentful of that. They're like, I don't I don't want to be reminded of where I came from. I just want to move forward from where I'm going. And they will drop that woman. I ain't saying it's right, but that happens. That happens a whole lot. And yeah. that's why you see people who, who get upset when they say, you know, these men get successful and they go out and get a different kind of woman. That's really why, because a lot of times all of the pain of their past and how they had to get there, they want to try to forget that. It's crazy how the mind works, huh? It is it's crazy. It's crazy. And people, I think sometimes folks will, will look at me now, and I say all the time, as there a lot of not not all of us, but many black women learn how to be women before they learn how to be ladies. And yeah. We learn how to take care of the kids and keep the how you know and take care of yourself and take care of your business. And I actually had to learn how to allow men to open doors for me because I'd be like, I got to know first. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it make no sense. I got to You know, I've had guys be like, you know, I'm open the door. I'm like, well, I'm here first. You know, <laughs> and I had to yeah. learn how to just be a lady, just allow a man to open a door or allow a man to pull, you know, the first time a man like pull my seat, I'm like, why is you messing with my chair? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come at me falling, what you doing? I just give it 100. So at this point, I've at this point in my life, I'm like, you know what? These women can have all of these men who want business partners. I've lived that life. I'm not saying mm -hmm. that I don't want to do anything. Clearly, y'all know I'm a go getter, but right, I'm in a place where I know who I am, I know my value, I know my worth, and I and I'm not dealing with a man who who can't see that, who can't recognize, who does not realize he getting a good thing. Mm, <laughs> yes. Thing, all the way around. Yes. And yes. I'm, I'm going to sit back and let you open some doors. And I'm going to let you mm. order this meal. And I'm going to let you pay for the meal. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to do that too, Angel. I had to retrain myself. Yeah. I had to retrain myself as well. Like, um, I noticed, like you said, I didn't I didn't pay attention to if a man was opening my door or coming around to open my car door or um, moving my seat back and all of that stuff. I was like, I, I do that for myself. I don't need you to do all that. Right. But 
now I'm to the point where I'm I'm paying attention. Like if you don't do it, <laughs> it's a problem. Mm. It's a problem. Yeah. Or you take yes. note of it. You, you yeah. mm-hmm. I, mental notes. Yeah. I, I never say a word. Exactly. I just notice it. Exactly. Yeah. You'd be amazed how many women are like that, though. Being on the dating scene, you go places, and I've had women where you know I'll you know I'll open the door for them, and I had one girl who was like, I'll try to pull out a chair. She looked at me like I was crazy when we were walking outside, <laughs> and there was a curb, and she was going to step off the curb, and I instinctively, this is how I was raised. Mommy Lane raised me well. I reached my hand <laughs> out to so she catch my hand and step down on the curb. You know this woman had a conniption fit in that parking lot. I am not a child. I am not a baby. You're opening my doors. You're pulling out my chairs. Who do you think I am? And I mean, I'm sitting there like, I'm going to leave you right here. <laughs> you know? But that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. Not necessarily that. There's, there's, there's certain attributes that men try to exhibit, like that chivalry, like that gentleman you know, mentality that sometimes, you know, women aren't receptive to because they're not, you know, they've, they've had to not be that for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a little, I'm, I'm speechless right now because of what's, because of some of these. I'm looking at yeah, journeyman uh, Oh, I thought he I thought he froze up. He was in that spot for a long time. No, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just listening. But the one thing that I, the one thing I teach, I, I teach a lot of women is there's a difference in a male, a man, and a gentleman. A male is just born with the male parts. A man is one that does mm. take responsibility, but a yeah. gentleman is always looking to excel as a man. He is never, ever satisfied with just being responsible and accountable. He wants to always ensure, not for the woman, but for himself, that he has every ground covered, that he's making sure that her needs are taken care of. A gentleman will check, will do what I call heart checks. Uh And that is just, uh, just periodically call your lady, say, hey, baby, just want to just ask you, are we okay? And watch this. If if we're not okay, he has to be strong enough to accept what he's about to get. But the thing is, is that if he's in a good spot, it, it's going to be little or nothing that he has to adjust to. Mm-hmm. Yes, a gentleman yes, is always and- going to be a planner. In my relationship, she allows me because she, I'm, I can be trusted to ensure that wherever I take her, it's going to be five-star. It's gonna it's gonna be the best. So every time yeah. we go out, it feels like a birthday. So when a birthday comes, it feels like another day. Yeah, yeah. That's what Ooh, a gentleman does. You, you, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a gentleman. <laughs> a, a gentleman <laughs> should never <laughs> a woman should never ever. And these, I know these are small things, but fellas, if y'all listening. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is you know your woman on the road all week, put, put that tank at F and stop yeah. leaving it on E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make sure that she got the best ride because she's going to be traveling with your kids or her kids, mm-hmm. whatever. 
you want to make sure that you ain't got to do everything, but you can make sure she got the right gas in her car. Right. You can make sure that she has an occasional girls weekend out with her and her kids that are just a getaway for herself. See, a gentleman got this stuff planned out through the year. He ain't waiting for right. He ain't waiting for Christmas to plan. He's already planning for Christmas now. Mm -hmm. yeah. It ain't about yeah, yeah, yeah. money you got because they got all kinds of getaway sites. They've got all. They got. They even got a, a airline place. Cause see, I do my research, and they already got an airline place where you can make payments. Own your airline ticket. A lot of yep. folks don't know that. <laughs> yep. So it, it ain't no excuse in being romantic because if you really a gentleman, you can be a romantic and say, hey, baby, meet me at the park and have a Chick-fil-A meal with her favorite drink sitting up already there with a little music playing because we getting ready to go into the summertime. Gentleman is already thinking on the next, hey, I'm just thinking about you day. Tell you what I did one time and I'm done. But one time for my lady, I set up, I, I sent her a message saying, hey, it, it, she went into work and I sent her a message that said, hey, happy just because week to you. And all week I had already purchased the, 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 the fruits to come to her office. I purchased flowers. I purchased this and that. And then on Friday, I sent her, I sent her a lift to take her to a, to a spa to get her treatment, and then I went and picked up mm -hmm. for the evening. That's right. what gentlemen yes. do. Mm -hmm. Because they want to make sure that their woman is at their best. Because the woman is should be right up under God when it comes to your, your heart because you're taking care of your inside. And if you don't take care of your inside, it don't matter how you look on the outside. Completely mm -hmm. agree. I know. I agree. I agree. You drop. Listen, you dropping some jewels. Um, yes, man. I feel like the standard has been has been lowered, and women have been living beneath their privilege. Now, if he don't, if he don't be in a relationship with you for the end, that ain't no waste of money. A man shouldn't see it as a waste of money because you're worth more than a meal or what he does in spas. Mm. And all that y'all were talking, we're talking about a lifetime together. Right. And, and this sir stuff, if he feel like, oh, I'm spending too much money, you already got the wrong man. Because mm -hmm. now he's saying, I don't, I don't pay for this. What's in it for me? Right. Already right. got the wrong man. Already got the right. wrong man. Mm -hmm. You know, <clears throat> and even if we go back to the the initial conversation of, of emotional roller coasters, for me. All mm -hmm. of this hinges upon knowing when to hold them and knowing when to fold them. Yep. I, I, I just, I mean, whether you're talking about an emotional roller coaster or whether or not someone you're dating just doesn't seem to fit or whether this person, you know, you realize just doesn't have the qualities, whether it's a man who realizes, look, this woman is just not the one for me. At some point, we've got to learn to let go and not be afraid that we're never going to meet someone else. I think a lot of women hold on to men um, because they feel like, like if, if I let him go, 
Mm -hmm. I've invested so much. I've spent so many years or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, I just don't think there's anybody else going to come around. Or or those of us who are older, it's like, okay, I'm not getting any younger. Mm -hmm. I I used to be a brick house. Now I'm just kind of a house. (laughs) A wood house. (laughs) and so we just put up with stuff and one thing i'm really it was a bit of a defense mechanism for me and my brokenness but now that i'm i'm no longer broken i am i'm kind of grateful that I know how to let go. I, I letting go is not an issue for me. There are a lot of women who just don't know how to let go. They, you right. know, me, I'd be like, "Bye now, rascal." I'm out the door, you know, and you got to go and block and delete, and it's okay. And I think before it was a negative thing because I was self sabotaging. Mm. The joke to the curb right. in it, like no. Now, now I'm able to, it's a gift almost. I'm able to let it go and it not bruise me and, you know, beat me up. And it's like, okay, does it didn't work. So, mm-hmm. so I can move on. You know, if I'm ghosted, I'd be like, thank you, Lord. Clearly you walked that away from me. You know what I'm saying? It's different now. Um, but there are a lot of women who don't know how to let go. We just don't. Just right. so uh oh, he fell off. Well, while we waiting for Mr. while we waiting for uh journeyman bell to come back on, I want to send a shout out to my viewers. Uh, I, I appreciate you, Carlos and Pam. For- <laughs> 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 For addressing that troll we had. <laughs> we, I can't. We, I, we I, you know what? <laughs> I was sitting there talking earlier. And I look, I don't know what made me look to the right while I was talking. And as soon as I looked to the right, I see it. I say, I, 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 what? <laughs> look, I just stopped talking like. <laughs> like that. <laughs> I can't even say no. For those of you who are part of our listening audience, um, right. <laughs> you're listening to us via Anchor or Spotify or you know Apple Podcasts or something of that nature, um, you all are missing a treat because we are on live, and so we're able to have live comments. And we have yes. to, we happen to pick up two trolls tonight. That they have really went all the way left. You know what? That's how you know you're a rock star because you got coming in and yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you notice, those of you listening, you probably noticed we all just kind of got quiet a little bit because we're trying to figure out what to do with these trolls, right? Y'all, y'all saw me looking to the left. I was trying to hurry up and get them out of there. <laughs> For they say something else. This is all Dope discussions with Eric's family. Speak up says podcast family members. 
you all are going to have <laughs> out live sometimes so you can be a part yes. of live energy um yes. you can uh actually have questions and uh comments and things like that and actually be a part of this electricity i know you're listening right now yeah. and you want to know what's up well the way to know what's up <laughs> is to make sure that you are following us online on social media so that when we go live you can be in yes. the building yes and you yes. can interact with us so i got a, a question up on the screen pam wanted us to come back and address her question mm -hmm. so this is for the fellas question for the men do you think that black men have less respect for strong black women or just black women as a whole? If so, why? I don't think it's less respect. I think it's, I, I, I don't know if fear is the word, but I think when, you know, and I won't say black men in general, I would say weak black men, <laughs> you know, when they see a strong black woman and they know that that's not somebody that they can ever attain, you know, to, or they can get to a level where they can actually be equal to, then they'll shy away from it or they'll dog them or they'll, you know, you know, try their best to demean them in some sort of way. I don't think there's any, you know, fear. I mean, or, you know, just like any apprehension from a strong black man. But I think that, you know, black men who don't have any direction, don't know where they're going, can be intimidated by a sister who knows exactly where they're going. I'm going to say it like right. this. I'm going to say it like this. It's not, I, I hear what you're saying. It is intimidated, but it's not intimidated. It's in him and dated. Mm. Mm. In him and dated. In other words, if it doesn't fit him, he ain't going to put no date to it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's in him and dated. Because he wants to feel like he can control. And listen, ladies, yeah. there's nothing wrong with letting a man feel like he has a little bit of power. Because us quietly, we want to feel like we we the head. It's a it's like an ego right. thing. Even though you even though y'all know y'all are smarter and more gifted in a lot of areas, we want to feel <laughs> like like we. I'm, I'm telling you, we want. Right. It's, it's a it's a conscious thing in us that you know like one said I'm a, I'm a man, Gene, I'm a man. Right, right. <laughs> we, we want to feel like that because everywhere we everywhere we go, we don't feel that kingship thing. Right. We don't feel like we are in charge. And but if a woman has too much power, then she might be on the wrong level of shopping for men. Mm. She might need to change her her outlet. Of where she shops. Stop yeah. shopping at Kato's, no offense, and start shopping at Macy's. Mm -hmm. change, change your surrounding of what you get in right. men. Because if you just taking a man just because he's pretty good, but you way up there, you're going to keep finding yourself coming back down. And, and that and the energy should always go back up. You want somebody that's right. going up with you going up. You don't want nobody overweight, out of shape, Mm -hmm. And out of luck on life, mm -hmm. you want somebody that's mm -hmm. looking for more. And when you get when you get a strong woman, as we are saying, with a man that's inhumanated, then he's mm -hmm. gonna always try and find ways to bring you down. And you need to like cut that off, give him his walking mm -hmm. paper, and throw him the deuce. Mm -hmm. 
this has been such man collaboration dope discussions speak up sis podcast we have to do this more often this was yes, yes. this was yeah this we was the business cut the mic on yeah yeah i want to thank the listeners thank you live viewing audience for mm. tuning in and rocking with us giving us a lot of interaction a lot of good points and a lot of good questions um this was by far one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm, um, and yeah man look this one I think this one's going to be one of the most listened to episodes so far as well. Yeah, like the panel. Great job. Thank you, Carlos. Yeah. Thank you for yeah, your input you, and your interaction. We yeah. appreciate it. And yeah. Thank you, Pam. You've been real active in this one. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Pam. I want y'all to um, so rock with us next, next Sunday. Because Pam is a part of the Speak Up Sis podcast family yes thank you pam for anthony too anthony i know that this is a little different y'all are used to me being um you know kind of solo but i appreciate um those of you who are part of the speak up sis podcast community carlos is also um, a part of the Speak Up Sis podcast community. They came in strong tonight. Make sure I shout out my community members. Let them know I appreciate the love and the support. Yes, that's beautiful. All and right. Any, y'all want to leave any? <laughs> <laughs> y'all want to leave any uh, closing remarks before we sign out for the night? Who want to take us out? As always, I give it to Jonathan Bell. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, remember this: life is full of decisions, and we're full of encounters. The decisions will make us greater. The delay is worth the wait. And if you're not willing to wait on your delay, you're going to find yourself in a distraction of dismay. Uh, all right now. So pass the collection plate around again. Take all my money. Take it all. Well, thank y'all, everybody, for tuning in. Until <laughs> next time, y'all can meet us back here again next week, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We will be live again with another dope discussion. Good night, everybody. Love y'all. Thank Bye. y'all, ladies. Look, George, love you, man. Yo, yo. Love you, man. Good deal, man. I love being on this